0: Welcome to System Mastery, the podcast where we beat a dead horse 1d6 damage at a time. Say, do you ever feel like you'd like to be in the arms of an angel? That's good, because we're here to send you an angel, right now! In fact, we're calling all angels to help us with this episode, and we're going to need every single one of them, every Earth angel, even the one we adore. It's Engel, the game about angels, and do you know what that's worth? Eh, Not much. So come along as we talk to angels and they call us out by our names on System Mastery. Hey, everybody, welcome back to System Mastery. It's me, your uh, ever-loving, blue-eyed Jeff... Joined as always by John, who's on fire and only ever talks about sports and fucking, sport fucking, sport fucking. <laughs> that's uh, I got the gold medal in sport fucking. <laughs> that's the Olympics the um, uh, event that John. Uh, that's the Olympic event that happens in the Olympic Village. <laughs> Let's be honest, <laughs> uh, that is true. Every interview I've ever read with an Olympian confirms that.
1: Yeah, that it's well, just what goes
0: on. Oh, just sport fucking. It's just everyone fucks for for a week straight. I'm
1: in a village full of incredibly athletic people. Mm-hmm. We fucking
0: yeah. Including Johnny Storm, apparently, who just gets in there and gets down. Isn't he like a downhill skiing Olympian or something? Uh I mean like, he was he was a race car driver. Oh, that's right. He drew, he drove cars. I was trying to remember his specific thing yeah. from prior to his fiery days. Indeed. Have, uh, they, have they had him come out yet? I mean, let's just get it done. We need we need Human Torch and Iceman to be gay.
1: I mean, they do, and they need to vie for Spider Man.
0: Yeah. And and both everyone in the Marvel Universe, it needs to be like, why don't you two hook up? It makes, like, the most sense. Opposites attract, right? They're both like... I no, fucking hate that guy. No, we have our reasons why we can't, and then they just pull out and look at little pictures of Spider-Man on their phones.
1: Also, there is a great comic uh, in the Fantastic Four yeah. where Human Torch actually really
0: does not like Iceman. <laughs> he just doesn't like him on a personal level? Yes. That's interesting, because up until Iceman was gay, you they were very similar
1: Yeah, no, they had similar personalities, and that's the thing, is there was a point where Johnny was like, fuck you, I'm going to go form my own superhero group with blackjack and hookers, and Iceman (laughs) was like, Hey, can I come join? I'm having problems with the X-Men. And they were like, yeah, sure. Come join
0: us. And then Johnny was like, how dare you replace me? You fuck. <laughs> oh, they, He went on to the Fantastic Four. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we can do an ice guy. Can you fly through the sky with your ice powers? Incongruously, yes. <laughs> Oddly, yeah. <laughs> can you uh, can you do like a huge explosion of ice? That's kind of Johnny's whole thing. And they put fire. Yes, I'm an Omega level guy. <laughs> I can do whatever the fuck. I mean, this is... Way back in the X-Men days, so
1: mostly no, oh, but... Oh, okay.
0: You still, was he still back when he was covered with snow and not, didn't look like an ice man? I mean, basically, just
1: past the level where he was a snowman. Mm, okay. But before he
0: became like, <laughs> I have absolute cold power. Anyway, how you doing? I'm doing so good. I'm glad to hear it, because uh, this was a draining read. Oh
1: my god, this book is... It's a gem, to me, honestly. Having... Picked the book for this week, uh, and getting it off of the shelf and being like, oh, this is interesting. This is very White Wolf. Mm-hmm. And then getting to the point where it's like, and now your base attack bonus, and I was like, wait, what the
0: fuck? You didn't know it was an OGL book? No.
1: I mean, the thing is, it doesn't get into to
0: rules until at least two-thirds of the way through the book. Oh, no. It's like... This book, the last thirty pages, they're like, ah, oh, shit. I guess we have to do the stuff that requires in thirty pages. They crack out everything that you're required to put in an OGL core book, also all the new stuff, and then they're out. They're done. Yeah, and, and it, it almost reads like they're grumpy. They had to, like, oh, I guess if you plebeians need to be able to play in our universe, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the
1: beginning of this book is just dripping with
0: with White Wolf sensibilities. Mm -hmm. It's a Sword and Sorcery studio, so it's White Wolf's OGL imprint.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, And this was, I think, originally a German company that made it that then got translated to English, because the Sword and Sorcery was like, they did some in-house, and then some of it was just, we'll get other studios to
0: do stuff. I forgot to check the year that this was published, but I'm going to go ahead and guess based on the level of, like, ironic detachment and, uh, and edgelordy Catholicism shit that, I'm gonna put it right, somewhere between 1998 and 2002. Well,
1: I mean, given when the OGL was around.
0: Well, yes, that is also pretty. The OGL started in 2000, so I can go ahead and jump it. But I'm gonna say this was an early jump on the OGL bandwagon, because this reads like it was written by a disaffected person in 2000.
1: Well, that's White Wolf's whole thing. Yes. Because you have the entire like, uh fucking everything sucks, but you also have, there are five types of a supernatural thing. Mm-hmm. All of them have opinions about the other ones. Oh, well, I mean, yes.
0: It, it is also extremely White Wolf, it, which is weird, honestly, because if it's written by a German company that wasn't even an OGL thing in the first place, like its own game with its own, I believe this is based on a series of books or comics or something, uh, so it, 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 w- w- d- the notion that they were to take it and then not only move it into the OGL, but also somehow fart in some basic, like, white wolf enus in there as well. It's almost like they, they wrote an OGL book and then they aged it in vampire barrels. It's very weird. I don't know how they did that. But yeah, you play as one of five archetypes of the same fucking kind of monster thing, and every one of them is kind of disdainful of the other four. Uh. And they all have little snippy opinions about it. And yeah, they're all um angels or as the book is called. I don't know if we've actually said that yet. Angel. Yes. Uh and then above that in the worst font in the world because this book hates font and hates your eyes, it looks like it kind of says onion judgment or <laughs> moon fruit anime. Uh I don't know. It's impossible to say what that's supposed to be. God the fucking
1: font in this. They were I assume going for oh, let's do kind of like an old illuminated manuscript mm-hmm. look but
0: holy fuck,
1: it is impossible to read anything.
0: Well, it's a font choice. All the titling is done in a font where half of the the lowercase letters are upside down. like So a K extends down below the line of, instead, of, instead of up above the line where the, the the text goes, and I's are dotted on the bottom. So it is incredibly visually disorienting. Uh, their E does not have a central horizontal line in it, so it just looks like a big L or a C. Yeah, it's the worst. It, I mean, it's it's thankfully they
1: didn't do all of the text in that it's mostly just the like it's the titling the titling and then a few like introductory things or even worse where it's like uh in a chapter where they go like "Ah, oh, feats abilities all of the little subheadings yes are in that font
0: yeah and it's it's on the border of unreadable it's not the worst font i've ever seen in a game uh, we have not reviewed the Worst Font I've ever seen because it's in a supplement and it's hard, it'd be hard for me to even find it but there is a game out there about ultra high level monsters for for advanced OGL D&D play uh where every letter in the in the font alphabet is both the lower and uppercase versions of the letter in one uh letter. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> It is the ugliest thing I have ever seen. It's almost completely impossible to me- uh, eventually you kind of memorize it. And you're like, "All right, I guess I know what that that's a cue. I, I kind of used to that." <laughs> but but that's not this game. So that's that's neither here nor there. Uh this is a game about a post-apocalyptic post-armageddonish uh far future. It's set in like 2654. Yeah, the
1: that's really the one big thing that sets us apart from standard White Wolf. Is normally White Wolf is what if monsters were real in our day and age? Mm-hmm. And this one is like, but what if angels were real
0: in the future? <laughs> Let's be real. White Wolf is what if monsters were real in our day and age? The day and age when I was cool, 1996. Oh, yeah. True. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this is set in the far future, and it's, I would say, a roughly even mix of White Wolf and 40K in terms of of, of what you're getting here from the fiction, because this is a far future where hyper-mutated ultra-Catholicism is the everything you're going to talk about.
1: Yeah, I mean, it gives you your standard, like, oh, we got you know so fucked up because we didn't care about the environment or anything Mm -hmm. we weren't nice to our fellow man and so the apocalypse was upon us but to speed things along there is a virus called the vitus dance Mm -hmm. where it kills only adults yep and it kills you
0: Almost immediately. Yeah, you have about three seconds, which is funny because they call it the Vitus Dance because you jerk and spasm around like you're dancing before you die. Uh, But it it kills you so fast that it feels like it'd be hard to even convey that's what's happening.
1: It also feels like, boy, how would that transmit ever if you're like, well, what happens? Oh, if you contract it, you immediately die. All right, then who... Who's transmitting this then?
0: Well, I think the problem is that they want to say that it's just a virus, that it's like a disease that's happening that just kills adults. And it happens oh, over three. It happens three times over the course of about 70 years. And each time it kills 80 to 90 percent of all the adults.
1: And the thing is, in the book, they're like, oh, and, you know, if you come into contact with something, you'll get
0: it. So that's how it spreads. And I'm like, No. You're wrong. It sticks to porous surfaces is the thing they, they describe it as. They say it's unusual in other viruses and that it can implant in non-organic mediums and wait its turn to get you. Yeah. Um, but they also, and this is a, co- a constant running theme throughout this book, aren't quite willing to just say, you know, like, oh, it's a virus. Uh, it works like a virus. It, instead, they have to be like, God did it. And he used magic God powers to do it. And that's why it got on the airplanes and submarines.
1: Well, I mean, that's half and half because half of it is we have to do the propaganda of the church that says what they think Mm -hmm. and then there are a few things where they're like no it was just someone i guess touched
0: a dead body to an airplane at some point i guess just ran up and held it to an airplane in the three seconds they had before they died or i suppose that's the problem there's no
1: incubation period no they're like oh if you contract it you immediately die and i'm like okay so
0: the only way this is spreading is through, I guess, the children who don't die from it. It takes more than three seconds to get on an airplane. Yeah, when, You'd in be more than three seconds in line to at the start airport. the airplane. <laughs> when you're like, "Oh, we'll start the pre-flight check." Oh, wait, everyone on the plane died. Never mind. Yeah. Instead of all these descriptions of people falling out of the plane, the sky in tubes, so it it doesn't work. It, it functionally. So the only way it could work is all the occasional hints they throw in. They're like. God did it because he was mad at us. The other thing is there is a reference to a second biblical flood, and then no mention of how that's like the one way God promised he wouldn't kill us again. Oh, sure there is. (laughs) It's like, oh, the melting ice caps and whatever
1: basically flooded a bunch of stuff, but it didn't kill everyone, and he said he wouldn't wipe the whole earth out. So (laughs) God was really doing the letter of the law.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, basically... For, I, I want to say about 500 years, starting around the year 2000, uh, God just, uh, it's a little later than that. They, 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 they had the, the whole horrible thing start happening in the 2060s or something like that. But God just runs out the hits. He just trots out every kind of dumb plague. So he's like, all right, I kill all the adults over and over and over again. Uh, every time there's a bunch of adults, I just kill them all again. Uh, and then every time it's like all these kids, uh, they, they keep saying like, well, after the first Vitus dance killed 90% of adults, America decided to use nuclear submarines to blow up Brazil. And I was like, who was crewing them? Was it kids crewing them, or were there enough people left out of the 10%? The 10% of adults the t- who were on a sub and so didn't come into contact <laughs> with anything. <laughs> But the president for sure died, except he didn't. They actually mentioned that he doesn't somehow. I guess they threw him in a sealed container. Yeah. Uh, but this, yeah, but it doesn't make any sense logistically. They keep saying like so many adults died. Anyway, at that point, adults, as they predictably do, peddily went to war, and killed millions of each other. And I'm like, there aren't millions of each other anymore. What are you talking about?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and of course, I would also like to mention that. Let's get a big spoiler alert out of the way right you now. Do it now,
0: I was going to say we do it at the end. of all It's this. not God. Uh, okay, sure. It's, well, that's the thing. I don't know whether or not it's God.
1: I mean, this book very clearly is like, oh, all that religion is bullshit. and well, It's just used for mind control. No, the thing
0: is, about halfway through the book, after endless litanies about how great the Engel are... They're like these implacable Latin speaking ultra uh, androgynous child warriors who live at the tops of mega skyscrapers and and fight all the nasty demons and and are purely heretic or or, uh, I'm sorry, uh, orthodox and will kill anyone for any mention of heresy and never talk to anybody but the highest level priests or whatever. They hit, hit a page in the book where it suddenly goes, hey, DMs only. Are you ready to hear a secret? You may have guessed it by now but these aren't angels. That's dumb bullshit. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, first of all, it'd be cooler if they just were. I appreciate your late 90s, early 2000s edgelord sensibilities, but not that much. Frankly, I think that, sh- that shit sucks.
1: Oh, yeah. The fact that the book was basically like, oh, uh, we're going to talk about like religion and God and angels and then show you how bad it is and how it's bullshit and how the the religion makes it like the dark ages and they don't want people to read man
0: yeah and And then you're like yeah yeah, but real angels would be more interesting (laughs) wicked burn on the dark ages out of nowhere they really had it coming (laughs) everyone's always thinking fondly about the dark ages and the crusades and shit. that's everyone's like golden time uh but yeah it's it's fucking stupid where they're just like yeah these angels are just bullshit genetic mutations, man. They put them in a special secret box that that makes wing buds grow on their backs, and then they implant them with hyper tattoos that give them powers when they get a little older. They're just kidnapped kids, bro. There's no God. And then, hey, did you get it? (laughs) We take children and
1: brainwash them, huh? Mm-hmm. The church.
0: Okay, great. I get it. You brainwash kids. That's the church. Now, would you please explain the mo- the multiple roving inferno volcano clouds that are miles high and have malevolent senses of direction that they use to kill villages, and that occasionally open up to gush forth the Lord of the Flies hell spawned uh, giant dragonfly monsters the size of whales. Yeah, like the country.
1: That's <laughs> the big problem. Is when you're reading through it and it's just like, ah, yes, and then there's angels and uh, that's great. We we actually use hyper technology to give them wings and we use super nanite tattoos to make them
0: appear to have powers. But like, that's okay. all a secret from the rabble.
1: But then you also, like Jeff was mentioning, part of the apocalypse is like, oh yeah, giant pillars of fire, like, slowly meander around the world mm-hmm. and wherever they go, they do Leave a blighted land of smoke behind them, and out come weird insect monsters. Mm -hmm. There's no explanation for that in the book. Of course, the book is like, and be sure to check out our book that will explain all this dumb shit. Yeah, I'm sure
0: it's just uh, it's mutant flies. It's mutant flies or whatever, and. And they don't, I mean, ultimately, I think it's funny when, they, when they're when they like, there's no angels, there's no god, don't be a stupid piece of shit. Science is the only thing that's real. Anyway, this is a dolphin-sized dragonfly, and it's got the following stats. And I'm like, nope, can't have both. Can't <laughs> have both. That thing would collapse under the weight of its exoskeleton. It would not get any oxygen because it's got spiracles instead of lungs. <laughs> you get one.
1: <laughs> uh, but Either- maybe we'll find out that technically these aren't even creatures. Those are robots.
0: <laughs> that's the only. That's what they're gonna have to do. Because if they're if they're mutations, then they're cheating. And it's just. Or I honestly would prefer if if they if they stuck the guns on one of them and they're like, angels aren't real, God's not real, but Beelzebub, the Lord of the Flies, is real, and also his minions are real. <laughs> and he's, he's
1: definitely yeah.
0: here to destroy you. that part's real and also i don't know buddha's real okay there you go i mean i know historical buddha was real but you know but, what i mean you know
1: that buddha over there
0: <laughs> he's walking around who got it right who got it right anybody who believed in beelzebub put your hands up good you were all correct uh, you did mm-hmm, it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who believed in Zoroaster? Okay, also true. Good. Nice. All right. Good job on you. That's where that cleansing fire's coming from. Yep, that's him. And, uh, okay, we'll just throw one more out there. Uh, Believers in Mithra, what do you know? (laughs) He's got a dumb hat. It's true, but he's real. (laughs) Dumb hat. Real god. (laughs) It's just so dumb. And, and, you know, they don't have room for it because it's a core book. So there are the stats for two monsters.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They're like, let... You'll have to get our book about the Dream Seed, which mm-hmm. is their name for these weird insect monsters. Yeah. They're like,
0: uh, here's stats for a very big one and a very little one. Why are they called the Dream Seed anyway? There's got to be a better... I mean, this is a world where everyone lives in, like, Nuremberg or... or, or uh... You know, old Prague or Catholic, Catholic naming city type places, and everyone's ruled by the hyper pope pontific, Magnificus archituthus, Dux Rex. I mean, superior. Please, you don't even need to try and
1: make fun of it. He is the, the Pontifex Maximus Secundus.
0: Yes, uh, he's the most second, and, and yet they. <laughs> And yet they couldn't come up with a cool Latin-y sounding demon-y name for these things. No, they're the Dream Seed. Which makes no sense. You'd think you'd just call them demons. It sounds like they picked the name for the demons by just opening up a phone book of Sedona, Arizona and pointing at random. <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird pick. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just where the hippies live. That's It's a weird pick. A few people got it. Don't worry about it. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, great. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all I'm trying to convey here is that for 190-odd pages, this book is just in terminal descriptions of how dirt shit everything is now. Yeah, and I mean, in case
1: you were wondering, as it has been a thing we have talked about many, many times, any time an apocalypse happens, you better believe the Knights Templar come crawling out of the woodwork. So
0: fucking everything, everything Catholic-y comes, out, comes crawling out of the woodwork. They kill all the adults on Earth three times in a row, and the Engels speak Latin. Well, Who that- retained it? The one
1: child, the Pontifex Maximus, who is a fourteen-year-old who has been alive for f- over five hundred years.
0: Oh, what well, do you know? It definitely is just forty k, the two thousand, or, or it's two point seven k. Yeah, the the Pontifex
1: is some kid who apparently was like
0: Catholicism. That's what I want. I'm 14. I'm going to learn Latin. Uh, Look at the other kids my age dying of horrible fire tornadoes. Me learning Latin. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess if you're some hyper
1: intelligent super teen that lives
0: forever, then yeah, sure, why not? Even then, it's a fucking waste of time. Like, Imagine it's 2060, you were recently born, you are the, the chosen child, you're going to live forever, you're going to have to build the new civilization, and your first thought is, I wonder what language they spoke about 2,300 years ago. I should learn that. Because it sounds cool, and it's the, it's the fake language used in so many of my favorite space RPG settings. Well, let me tell you something. Boston makes me feel good. And... There is definitely a
1: 14-year-old who is like, yeah, fuck yeah, Latin, that's cool <laughs> shit. Don't try and tell me there wouldn't be. That,
0: that just makes me pleased to think that in the far future, all the angels speak Latin, but they speak a shitty version of it because no one was around to teach this kid to do it right. And also, who's going to argue? <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be even better if their Latin was literally just pig Latin. <laughs> if they're like, yeah, hey, fuck it, it's Latin. <laughs> oh, Oat oh, 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 day tell anybody. Oat oh, day tell anybody i didn't want to do all the pig latin i fucking hate it
1: god damn it
0: you do it that's me on day on day anybody a or anybody a or whatever i forget how you do vowels in pig latin you know what i'm gonna be honest i'm 40 my pig latin skills pretty much stopped when i was eight i'm about as good at pig latin as i am at regular latin hopefully <laughs> i don't have to found a society huh? oh you won't you're too old you'll <laughs> die in three seconds <laughs> thank goodness or maybe i'll be one of the 11 percent who survive it or whatever
1: yeah because you're like i'd rather not touch a thing that everyone who touches it dies yes
0: <laughs> uh the game is set in europe because it's a german company who wrote it america is not mentioned i have to assume they were going to save it for a source book or something
1: maybe yeah. i mean basically it's just there to be like oh those horrible greedy americans back in the before times, they nuked people. Anyway, this is all set in <laughs> Europe where everyone's cool and not bad. Historically, <laughs> that, everyone in Europe has been real nice about shit. That's why they also got apocalypsed. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> uh, the flood has gotten rid of a lot of the
0: edge landmass, except for apparently Spain is fine. Yeah, they mentioned uh, like, Rome is fine. It's like, you guys have not looked at a map recently, have you? But they decided that.
1: Uh, the waters rose and instead cut off, like, Russia from everything? Like, there's a giant uh, amount of water between Russia and the rest of Europe?
0: I have to assume it also cut off Asia, so that we just, mostly just so we don't have to answer these pesky questions.
1: Oh yeah, there is a little bit of like, oh, you've got some, like, the top of Africa and the Middle East sort of there.
0: Yeah. But Well, you got to have exactly enough Africa for some poor woman to go, Pazuzu!
1: You have to have enough <laughs> the Middle East yeah. so that you can have you know some shit go down yeah, there. Yeah, you got to
0: have shit go down in the Middle East. you got to have exactly enough that every famous Catholic movie can be briefly referenced. Uh, but not America. Not America. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not a crackpot. Uh, I mean, I, a, after the several rounds of Vitus Dance Kill Off All the Adults... Obviously, technology at this point starts to be hoarded by the junk barons and also uh, loses because people don't have the power plants anymore and there's no adult talent left here. remembers how to use all this shit. So the world regresses to a technology level where guns still work because they are pretty mechanically simple, but also, like, cars and airplanes and all that shit are gone. Yeah. Uh, and heretical anyway. Well, yes, because the
1: church has decided that technology is heresy and that uh, anyone caught with any, like, of the old world technology shall be punished. Yes. But the Junk Lords are just warlords out there that aren't part of the church and are like, yeah, nah, that's dumb. I want to have, like, a gun and a cell phone.
0: <laughs> right. And there's an uneasy detente between the church and the Junk Barons because while the, the church controls super-powered angel people, uh, <laughs> here's another little spoiler alert, they suck. They fucking, you could just shoot them.
1: Oh my God. They go on, of course, because, you know, most of this is just written from like the propaganda point of view of the church where they're like, oh, these angels, they go out and they fucking get shit done. They're the most powerful beings and only the dream seed would possibly be capable of hurting them. And then you look at the stats and you're like, oh no, you're just some dude and your powers suck and you suck.
0: Yeah, they have powers that are things like get a woman pregnant or know when it, when it is. <laughs>
1: ah good i have the ability to know what time it is without looking at a sundial boy i sure am god's chosen
0: <laughs> you can do the exact same thing that rolling a heel check would do but it costs you hit points to try yes that is we'll the big there. thing in
1: this is yeah. the angel's powers hmm? are fueled by hit points
0: yes they spend hit points to activate their powers now you may think well obviously to fix that they just give them a great deal of hit points after all they are god's chosen super warrior angels they don't even really wear armor exactly uh so they probably need some kind of hit point buffer too and they'll just balance the game with like everyone's got an extra couple dozen hit points no most of them range between a d4 and a d10 hp per level and they work exactly like every other ogl thing
1: oh yeah if you make a character and you're like what do you have oh i'm basically a wizard in hit points base attack bonus all of that shit uh but maybe i can use a power but if i do it'll kill me
0: (laughs) they're so dumb uh the book i don't even really want to get to the rules yet because it will be done so fast me uh there's there's it goes farther than you'd expect and yet leaves lots of unanswered questions uh one of the questions i had was how long do engel live yes it's never addressed but they mentioned that that Engel will often complete these huge campaigns where they where they, they fight for decades against a single hated foe or or become remembered and famous among the, 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 the populace for deeds that they've committed. But then they also mentioned that they're taken when they're like seven or eight. And we'll talk about the process that by which they become Engel in a second here. Uh, it takes a year or two to put them through the entirety of the process to turn them into, into Engel. And then the moment they start showing signs of puberty, they are marched into furnaces to die.
1: Yeah, the the ideas behind the way that this works is so stupid. Yes, the the angle are made when they go steal children. Now, most people assume that when like the church squad rolls up to take your kid. Yeah, there's a group
0: called the Grim Riders.
1: Yeah. When they show up, they assume, oh, uh, they're taking basically children as tribute to go work as clergy, Mm -hmm. is what they assume. Like, oh, these are going to be like the monks or nuns or whatever in these various churches. Yeah. But it turns out, no, we just need really young kids to do this process, because what we're going to do is we're going to drug them. We're going to put them on so many psychedelics and downers Mm -hmm. that they have no idea what's going on. They will be on these for a year. Yes. During that time, we will slice their backs open and put, like, bird stem cells in there that will eventually grow wings. Uh, once that happens, we will tattoo them with nanites, and then depending on what their class is of yeah. angel, we will then do horrific nonsense based on that.
0: Yeah. And then most of them don't survive this process. It's like it's like well, yeah, the, four out of five die. The Uriolites are the uh, angels that are basically the messengers. Yes. And
1: they're the best at flying, and they're the best at flying over long distances, which means that basically the second they have wings and could fly, they are pushed out the top of a fucking giant skyscraper and are like, flap your wings or die. And I can't help but feel like, in a world where no one knows how to use technology and you just stumbled upon a super soldier factory somewhere... I feel like you wouldn't just be like, well, we just used some weird nanite goo nonsense to make a super being. Let's just keep shoving them
0: out windows until one of them makes it. <laughs> well, this is supposed to be a whole thing about like the ortho, how orthodox blinds churches from, from advancement and development. Like that's, that's the whole, like ed- the thing the-, the that's the edge. That's the, that's the part that you're supposed to feel the edge, man. This church has access to ultra nanite super tattoos and wing bud graft implants and they're using it to make fake angels who only live like six years before they move them to the furnaces like oh so cool except you'd be like all you're really wondering to yourself when you're reading it is why don't they do anything else with it yeah like they seem to have unlimited time resources and technology why don't they and they are constantly losing to these bugs why not innovate a little
1: (laughs) yeah i mean even then you'd think like hey Even if you don't give wings to people, why not just take this nanite shit and go, like, let's give it to our fucking monks. Let's just have ridiculous warrior monks with superpowers. Yeah. Why don't we do that? No. I think we're going to go with using our super high-tech, rare, we'd never
0: be able to replicate it if we lost it
1: nanites on children that we will murder.
0: Right. Right. So there are two, there's a bunch of human organizations, and we'll get into a few of them. But there are two of them that are ecclesiastical bodies that work within the church. One of them is the Templars. Uh, The Templars rose up out of obscurity again in the 2500s to help fight the junk barons and the dream seed. And they're just knights who wander the earth. They're not angels, so you don't want to be one um but they're out there being the templars again. Done. That there's not much Great. to them. Then there's the grim riders. The grim riders are basically like Warhammer fantasy inquisitor types where they wear all black and big dumb hats and and they don't talk much and they ride on huge black horses like they're members of the ring wraiths or something and everywhere they go they take the 10, which is 10% of ever of all the good-looking children. Yeah. Um they specifically want tall, good-looking kids, which everyone thinks it's because it's coincidental that they're just trying to take the exceptional youth, but literally it's just that the angel process works best on tall, beautiful kids.
1: Well, it's, we want our angels to look angelic, so we're gonna take the hottest kids we can.
0: Yes, that's that's all it is. They're just, the Grim Riders are well-trained in going forth and collecting hot children.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. Love this <laughs> setting so much.
0: <laughs> uh, and I don't even, the Grim Riders don't even know what they're doing. They're gathering the ten and delivering uh, to uh, to churches, Only a certain select ultra high ranking members of the church know what the fuck is happening. And then there's a bunch of servitors who are responsible for the process of all this medical shit that takes years. And they're sworn to silence and cut their own tongues out uh, and undergo genetic conditioning or whatever so that they can never reveal the secret of how angels are made.
1: Yeah, basically it's. The
0: abbots of the various... I'm sorry, abs? The abs and ab abstills for women or something like that? Yeah,
1: and it's not monks, it's monacs and a whole
0: bunch of dumb shit like that, which I'm
1: not going to use. So the abbots (laughs) of these himmels, which are the, like, HQs of the various angel groups... Yes. uh, ...are the only ones who really know what's going on outside of, like, you know, the Pontifex and his cardinals or whatever. Yeah,
0: and the ducks. Uh, yes, the ducks in the pond all know. No, there's a second in command. He's called the ducks and he's just like a dude who likes to fight. There wasn't much to him, but it was basically just like the Brian Blessed from Flash Gordon looking guy. It was like <laughs> a huge bearded warrior man is the number two. And I'm like, why? Uh-huh. What does he bring into the table?
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's a super secret that this process happens. But oh, no, the big thing that happened with this is the there used to be. Six factions of angels. Yeah, the
0: Raguelites used to exist. and Regalites, whatever, John knows. The Raguelites. And they all died. Yeah, because one of them fire tornadoes got them.
1: Uh, well, they all died trying to pr- uh, protect their Himmel. Yes, from one of them big-ass fire tornadoes. Well, no, that's what got the technology. They oh. died to the dream seed. Oh, okay. Uh, but yes, a giant fire tornado randomly veered off course cuz normally they just sort of super slowly just kind of like inch forward along the planet you'd think they were standing still if you didn't know yeah
0: but eventually someone trips the don't wake daddy button and they go they go zinging Bam! across the landscape to kill someone in a sec- in a hot second
1: so they hit this himmel and it these were the angels that were the holders of forbidden knowledge mm-hmm. and so they had all the tech that the church had stolen including the way to make these nanites yes. for tattoos and whatnot, so that got destroyed by a giant pillar of fire, and now the church is like, "Well, golly, we don't have ways to make more of
0: these. We should probably keep pushing kids out of windows, though. Definitely keep shoving them into furnaces if they start to grow chest hair or boobs. Oh yeah, if if I get an
1: angel and his his voice drops even a little bit, he's going right into that furnace." <laughs>
0: it's 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 a very unusual setting by the way we keep stressing that that if the kids start to develop or the angels start to develop puberty they are murdered all the art in the book is of full-grown adults well yeah i assume of course
1: that this is oh they take the kid and the process of turning them into an angel like makes them
0: big Big and strong big and manly because they are like the ultimate warriors or whatever
1: yeah i assume it's just oh this suit you get super roids and you get Jacked and huge, but it retards your ability to become, you know, pubescent. But eventually that breaks through. And if it does, it's not even that they murder you, it's that the angel will be like, Well, it's time for me to go back home to heaven. I'm going to walk willingly into this gate that I have been told is a portal. Back to my father in heaven. oops of daisies I've been cremated.
0: Yeah, that's... Oh, God, it's also dumb. But By the way, the Ragalites, who were murdered by the Fire Tornado, are the classic White Wolf secret sixth faction that might still exist. Yeah, you gotta have one of those. Oh, you have to. This book, up until the rules, is so White
1: Wolf in everything. The presentation of everything, yeah. the stories behind them, all those beats that you get from every white wolf thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, uh, another thing I found amusing is when they start getting into the ecology of the current world, there's a huge section on farming and produce. Now, uh, they mentioned that the world has become ultra humid uh, because of the raising of the or the falling of oh, the ice caps. it's always gas. raining. It's always raining everywhere and it's very humid. As, as a result, there's not much sunlight and it's hard to grow crops. But they do mention what crops are available. And there's a whole thing where they go into great detail about how uh, before the plagues, scientists engineered a tomato potato hybrid called a -a pomato and that's the whole thing now and everyone enjoys the mighty pomato the cross between the potato and the tomato and it's a staple food and oh let us sing to you the praises of the pomato and I'm like, what is, why do we do? What is this? Who cares? What is the point? Is, this? Who gives a shit? And then the secondary, like the, the second most common crop is the durian. They're just like, hey, this thing fucking thing was easy to keep and it survived really well. But they're banned from most Himmels because of the offensive odor. <laughs> I guess the angels are just eating tomato potatoes then.
1: Yeah. Just sniffing their own farts for <laughs> sustenance. <laughs>
0: Uh Okay, so I don't know if we should get into the rules yet or not. Do you think, I mean, I, I think it's time? I'll go
1: ahead and go through
0: sure. the, uh, the,
1: factions? the factions. yeah. So you've got one of five angels that you can play as. Now, each faction named after an angel, those angels are supposed to also be here. Yes. So, like, you have the Michaelites. The Archangel Michael is also supposed to be hanging out somewhere in the setting, and they, again, I assume saving it for a source book but they're like ooh any who have seen these incredibly reclusive ones have noticed they have animalistic features and I'm like oh this is before they decided to just put bird wings and so I'm sure like the Michaelite has a head of a lion because we fucked up his genetics
0: (laughs) but yes there's the Michaelites and they are the leaders I mean I know a few angels but not as many as I probably ought to is it raget, ragay, or Rag Then what angel is that? Ragel, Ragel. Oh, the L is a part of it. Yes. Okay. So Ragel is an angel. Who's who's? Because they do have a pretty good. Michaelites are the leaders. Yep. Michaelites are the leaders. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gabrielites
1: are the warriors. They all get flaming swords because it's the only thing we know about the angel
0: Gabriel is he had a <laughs> flaming sword at the Garden of Eden. I thought they had trumpet. He had a trumpet or something too. Nah. Okay, good. Well, we don't have Bard angels, so if there is a trumpeter angel, and I'm sure there is, that isn't mentioned.
1: Uh, we also have the Raphael lights, mm-hmm. and those are the healers. Yes, uh, we have the Urielites, which I mentioned are the scouts and sort of rangers. They're, of just, the ra- group.
0: they're just rangers. They they get they get bow powers done.
1: Yeah, uh, and then you have the. Uh, Oh God! What's uh, the... it's the healing? One. No, no, it's not. The, it's the, it's knowledge the knowledge ones. It's the knowledge ones.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't remember what. It... You just keep talking about the other ones, and I'll, I'll get. I'll, it's like I'll... the ra-
1: the rachial. It's something with a
0: ch. Yeah, I'll come around and tell you in just a second here. But uh, yeah, so you get the Michaelites... Ramiolites.
1: Ramiolites, There we go. Yeah, for Ramiel. All right. Yeah,
0: Okay. For Ram, who <sighs> will not eat those green eggs and ham. Indeed. Yeah.
1: But yes. Those are your things, and they each have, of course, powers based on whatever. So the Michaelites, because their leaders have their best power, is we can psychically link with other Angel and just have telepathy with them. Yeah. Uh, but only Angel, because I assume it's just sort of radio waves through their tattoos.
0: Well, yeah, and in another nod to old White Wolf stuff, they make it a big deal about how uh, The angels, even though they are all trained in individual Himmels and live in their own Himmels that are really far from each other, like Michaelites control Nuremberg and uh, U- Urielites control Prague. Yeah. Uh, but they always assemble into what are called fellowships, and a fellowship is one of each of the five angels. Yes. Where they live is still like their own Himmels. They don't mention how, like, this works.
1: Yeah, they're like, oh, you go out on adventures with your fellowship,
0: mm-hmm. and eh... And then you fly home. Wh- wh- why wouldn't we live near where our adventures are? The world is a blasted hellscape full of fire tornadoes and giant bugs and people who would shoot at us because we have wings. Why would I? Well, no one's gonna shoot at you. The people love you. The You're junk an angel. barons will shoot at you.
1: Well, why were you in Junk Baron lands? Because <laughs> you had to fly home to Prague. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, so the Mi- the Michaelites get that, and then they have a bunch of like mind control shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Gabrielites are,
0: Literally just fighters with some extra fighter powers. <laughs> it's insane when you first see them. When you're looking at the stat breakdowns, you're like, okay, Michaelites, they get three powers, one at one, one at three, one at five, and then you find out what those are later and you're super disappointed. Then you look at the next one in the line, Gabrielites, they get the same powers at one, three, and five, and also a bonus feed every other level, a better base attack bonus, a better, uh, they, they have the same saves and a slightly worse skill li- uh, bo- point grouping. You're just like, wait, they're just better, aren't they? Yes. Yes. They're fight
1: because everyone else, every single one of these classes, you unlock a level of powers at one, three, and five.
0: Yes, you're your uh, You get nothing past that. Yeah, your signal, your script your, your Sigil and Scriptura. Yeah, scri- sigil and scriptura.
1: Uh the, <laughs> the problem with this is these powers aren't just like oh, I'm a wizard and I cast a spell. They are skills. You have to put skill points into your powers.
0: Yeah, they use the skill system for this game's power functionality and then hit points for its fuel. And if you're looking at something and
1: you're like, oh, okay. Uh, You know, I'm a Raphaelite. I get wizard base attack bonus progression.
0: Yeah, wizard hit points. Uh,
1: No, they have D6. Uh, Okay, rogue hit points. Yes, shitty hit points. You get... Every Actually, everyone gets a little bit better than what the normal skill points are, because that was the only nod to trying to help uh, the fact that all of your powers have to take skill points. Yeah, I believe
0: Gabrielites get four, but then again, they get all those bonus feats. Uh, but then... I think the weirdest one, by the way, is the... Uh, Whatever, the, not the healers, the the, the smart ones, the ramiolites. They get the sorcerer from third edition feat progression, where you start picking up bonus feats around level six or something, and then just get one every like four levels to twenty. And there is no reason this game doesn't have spells. No, they just get bonus feats because sorcerers got bonus feats at those levels, and ramiolites are the knowledgey, mysticky ones.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's real dumb. Mm-hmm. But like I was saying, everyone gets your powers unlocked at one, three, and five. But when you look at something like Gabrielites, you're like, oh, you're an actual full-fledged fighter class. You have everything the fighter does, except you also get some power, so you're the fighter plus. Mm-hmm. But then you look at, like, the Ramielites or the Raphaelites, you're like, oh, you're basically a wizard or a cleric, but you suck unimaginable amounts of ass, comparably.
0: Yes, well, you may wonder, how can you fix the OGL from the problem of the linear fighter quadratic wizard? Well... Obviously, it's take wizards out entirely and clerics and anyone else who can cast spells. They're not here. Uh, So you can play as a Gabrielite, a fully functional D&D fighter, or one of five or four other things that are just sort of hampered versions of of other classes that that don't get their powers.
1: Yeah, you can be a Urielite who also has the full... They get ranger
0: crap. They actually do get a bunch of ranger crap.
1: Well, they get the full, like, one per level base attack bonus, so you get your good base attack. They get favored enemies... Yeah. Just because Rangers get that. So Uriolites and Gabrielites are basically the two that can function. Everyone else is like, oh, I can't hit anything or do anything. uh, But I sure do have whatever my powers are. So, you know, if I'm a Raphaelite, sure, it costs me four hit points to try and heal someone. But maybe if I roll really well on my skill check, I'll heal them for a D6 or a D8. (laughs) Oh, and I can only do this... Once an hour, please, let's not get crazy. Yeah,
0: no, not too much. Too much healing would unbalance the game. Come on, guys. Oh, God. I think my favorite one is, is bad. There's a Gabrielite power. It's at the scriptura level, so only a fifth level or higher Gabrielite's going to do it. But it's just like, hey, if you can successfully activate this skill, you gain 10 bonus hit points per every character in your fellowship. Also, they all lose 10 hit points. Yeah. And they can try to save against it. They can't just say no. They you When you, you activate the power, they're like, I don't want to give you 10 hit points. I will try and prevent it. Oops, I rolled poorly. You take 10 of my hit points. <laughs> <laughs> just rubbing salt in the wound is
1: <laughs> it's so bad so mo- and the thing is you look at these powers at levels 1, 3 and 5 and it <sighs> sometimes you'll have a like level 1 power that you're like oh this is great I'll use this all the time it's a bread and butter type thing that's nice and then you'll look at like a level 5 power that you'll you can put skill points in and you go why would I ever use this but you also have a thing where it's like in the level five powers, be like, oh, what's this? Ooh, you can get maybe up to forty extra hit points by stealing it from your friends. What does someone else have? Save or die. Wait, what?
0: Yeah, yeah the, sure, fuck it. Yeah, this was Ra- no. Um, yeah, the Raphaelites have yeah. ashes to ashes. Ashes to ashes, which is a a finger of death type power where you poke someone. Make a DC 30 check, and if you succeed at it, then the opponent gets a will save, and if they pass the will save, they take damage, but if they fail it, they collapse into a puddle of red goo. It's actually a scaling save, depending Ah. on how well you roll. Okay, very good. You'd
1: want a 30, because then it means they might
0: fail the save. Yeah. Notably, despite the fact that it's called Ashes to Ashes, it turns the enemy into red goo. Yes. Way to stay on theme.
1: Well, hey. Because it's technology, it's not actual god power. It's just nanites turn you
0: to goo. Why can't the nanites just turn you to ash? They can give you wings and glowing eyes that make people obey your commands. They are obviously very well-tailored nanites to do religion jargle.
1: <laughs> uh, but yes, the uh, the powers for most of these are
0: either... Like, teetering on or actually useless. Yes, there's a lot of ones that are straight up useless. Uh, it, it Magically impregnate a woman, because, you know, Jesus, uh, n- n- well, how Jesus was born. Yeah, great. The, the angels came down and were like, hey, you're pregnant. Which, by the way, uh,
1: the way it works is one of two ways. Either you can touch the man to impregnate her with his seed. Mm-hmm. Or you can just touch the lady and you impregnate her with your own seed. Caveat, only male Engel can do this. I'm like, why? What the fuck are you talking about? Why would only
0: male Engel be, I I mean, I, I, no, you you could do it with a, there's no reason not to. They just are like, oh, I know that you're touching someone
1: with nanites that i guess impregnate them With but a uh, genetic
0: material that's all All it is,
1: is but it, we it, have to take your sperm a sperm is carried by a nanite
0: uh-huh. into her yeah presumably in a tiny briefcase and he's got little sunglasses on and an earpiece mic. yeah he's got like, the uh, football d- delivering the package now sir yeah, yeah you know what i mean delivering <laughs> the package <laughs> there's no good reason why it couldn't just be a female angel is like am hey, i genetic material and we're all set yep but no what what you gonna do? It, I it's just it's just restrictive for no reason. Uh you get the regular skills straight out of D and D, and the regular feats straight out of D and D. There are, as far as I can tell, the only new feats in this book are ones that are specifically for the the, the Dream Seed monsters. Well, there's there's, there's fly some, oh, well, and f- fly by attack. Yeah, but those are those were in D and D for eventually introduced for races that could access wings with that, that had uh like ECLs or whatever. The, those existed. They they were around, but this one adds like oh, do you have lots of arms? You can fight with lots of arms. Only Dream Seeds are going to take this because there's no way for angels to get extra arms. Yeah. Although I do find it amusing that they're very canny about that, where they're like, mostly this feat's going to be taken by high-level Dream Seed monsters because because, uh, it's unlikely that an angel would have additional arms. But hey. not impossible. probably turns out that there's... Some other fucking factory that, just like you're pumping out Engels, they're pumping out Dream Seeds. I would kind of prefer it if they were pumping out, like, you know, biblical angels. They're just like, whoops, another one that came out is just a bunch of wheels and eyes. (laughs) 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 Whatever, give it a sword and push it out the window. (laughs) Uh, ah, I'm not supposed to fly, I'm a throne! (laughs) Uh, But yeah,
1: the, uh... Powers are dumb, everything's dumb, the skills, the are skills, skills are dumb.
0: Notably, the, if you want to hear a fun combination, there is a, uh, I think it's called inner, the inner strength, is one of the potestas. By the way, all of your powers are called potestas, uh, plurals, potestates. Yes. Uh, uh, one of the, po- a potestas is uh, the inner strength, and it's a Michaelite one, and it's just, hey... I- Activate this, roll your skill roll, and if you roll really well, then you'll get a plus one bonus to concentration checks for every two class levels you have. Now, I first of all, I find class levels hilariously amusing, because what the, how the fuck are you going to multi-class from one of these angels to another one? He's going to go back in the tube? Give me different tattoos! Oh,
1: dude! What you do is you get to level five, and then you're like, "Now I switch to fighter, so I'm actually decent." <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, because all much. these
1: are just skills, so fuck it, I can still put points in them.
0: Yes, yeah. There's there's a, a list of sk- of classes you can take if you're a human as well. The only two races in the game are human and engel. and notably, neither of them gets any stat bonuses because this is third edition. But the humans still get that plus one feet and plus four skill level or skill ranks per level, which means in a lot of situations they are straight up better. Uh. Humans are just better than the angels. Yep. At what you get as an angel is you get
1: wings and the fly feet for free. Uh-huh. And you get a slightly better AC cuz every angel has a scaling AC bonus. Yes. And that's it.
0: Yeah. Well, the uh, the, skills pa- the skills and the skills of the extra feet are going to go a long way. Obviously, the reason I wanted to get into this in the first place is a scaling bonus to constitution based on your class or sorry. Concentration based on your class level sounds like, oh, that's a perfectly functional power. What are you doing with concentration? None of the, the spells the, or the abilities in this game take more than a split second to activate. There are no spells. Who is using concentration and for what?
1: Yeah. Who is sitting there in battle like, ooh, I need to make my concentration check on.
0: Uh. <laughs> It's one of those things where you can tell that the people who wrote this game wrote a different game first and were like, OGL, huh? Well, if it'll put me on store shelves, I'll give it a shot, but I'm not going to learn the first fucking thing about it. (laughs) So none of my decisions are going to make a fucking lick of sense. I mean, granted, yeah, I, sure, I'm, I assume that maybe some DM at some point in third edition times was like, oh, you have to hold on to this rope or the ship will sink. Also, kobolds are biting you. You need to make a concentration check to keep doing it. But I don't think it was very often. Concentration was pretty much exclusively the domain of, did you get poked during spell casting? Yeah. Were you trying to maintain a spell? Great. Yeah. So it's, it's a weird choice. There's a lot of of these potent potestates that are full on worthless or just bad. Yep. I'm not a fan of the system. <laughs> no. And also, while we're talking about how it's clear they didn't really have a handle on the OGL thing. One of the common things in third edition classes was to tell you what the primary and secondary stat modifiers for any individual class you were to take were. So for Michaelite, for example, it's like, hey, Michaelites are natural leaders, so they're going to need a really high charisma score. After that, they're going to need a lot of constitution because while they're probably going to be spending a lot of time leading, they'll take some hits while doing that. Follow that with your strength score because you aren't going to try and lead from the front. And then you go through and look at the list of powers they have, and there's like one per rank that operates off of any of those stats. Yeah. They just didn't care. They just wrote down the numbers based on story and then didn't bother to follow. And there's no reason to have done that, because all of the potestates are specifically keyed and unique to that
1: angel type. Yes, uh, none of the angels share any of their powers between them, which I mean, means that's,
0: that's not a hundred. The, the, by the time you hit the Urielites, they have a bunch of the Gabrielite powers because they're the other kind of warrior. But otherwise, it's fully unique between everybody.
1: But I mean, even their own things are named their own things. Yeah, they, even they, if they it, have similar stuff, yeah,
0: it'll be called like "Behold the mighty bow." This is the same thing as "Behold the mighty sword."
1: Yes. Yeah, but it, you could just make it so that it was like, all right, we're just. We decided that Urielites are dex-based because they're the Rangers or whatever, so... Most of their powers are dex-based. Yeah, we're going to have dex checks for most of these. And instead, they just didn't. Yep. Like, I think two of them end up being fairly heavy on the thing. I think it's Raphaelites and Ramiolites... Yes. ...who are the wisdom and intelligence, respectively, are like, yeah, most of mine key off of this. I mean, not all of them,
0: obviously... But it's like, why would you not do that? It's it's a closed system. The Michaelite has 15 Michaelite powers. How come most of them are key to friggin' strength it, it, or, or to uh, dexterity or something? It doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah. When you look at something and you're like, ah, yes, I am, you know, uh,
1: Gabrielite, and I'm going to beat someone's ass. Also, I've got all of these int-based powers.
0: What the fuck is this? Yeah, it's so weird. And And that's more or less it. Like this is one of those OGL games that pretty much ends. I mean, it has a list of what humans can be: uh, fighters, rogues, and then a bunch of those classes that were in like the third edition DMG. You can be warriors, you can or be an aristocrat, ar- commoners. Yeah, <laughs> there's no new classes for them, and any class that ever would have had any kind of spell casting is gone. Yes, uh, which means you're pretty much just looking at fighters and rogues. Uh, even barbarians were too out there for this book. Yeah, I.
1: uh... <laughs> I got to say, kind of (laughs) dumb. The fact that you have all of this set up for this setting, and even though it is 100% not my thing, I could definitely see it being someone's thing. But then they're like, and here's the rules. Some shit we pulled out of our ass in an afternoon.
0: Anyway, here you go. Yeah, when when you hit the rules, you're like, oh, fucking finally. Okay, here's the rules. Six pages later, you're like, okay, well, now what? Uh, six pages of new rules that are the classes for the angels and their powers and then they gotta do all that reprint shit that you put in every OGL book yeah. where they're like here's how combat works and so on so here's uh, all the skills listed again yeah, and here, and that part takes up like, the last 24 pages of the book where they're just like oh and then there's a, there's an equipment section and the only thing interesting on it is the Cordoba gun yeah. everything else is just regular gear from the PHB because they're like oh well the world is re- has uh, rescinded to feudalism so I guess there's Blacksmiths making broadswords again. Yep. Uh, sigh. <laughs> yeah, I I just I I know that there are people who are way into this. To me reading this is a lot like I feel when I'm trying to read People talking about 40k and they're like my relictors look a lot like my intransigent ultra knights and i'm like i didn't understand any of that it's all just sounds like faux latin bullshit even when i played it i only played as like tyranids and dark eldar to get away from that shit i hate gothic catholicism
1: yeah and the thing is for me i look at a setting like this and i go this could be very interesting to me Mm -hmm. a neat setting a fun way to play around with things and although a lot of that is i would want it to be actual angels
0: yeah of course step one it drop the faux edginess and, and throw some fucking sincerity into your product yep don't just make it be like this is an entire book about hey
1: religion am i right believing in
0: angels is for jodes
1: yeah no give me a book where i get to play as a cool supernatural savior yeah and i'm trying to help a world that is dying that's fun but instead it's like haha no everything sucks the people you work for suck and the people you're fighting suck everything sucks go fuck yourself the pope is immortal but he's still a sham (laughs) he's a 14 year old dickhole All right. (laughs) We don't find out why he is immortal. No, it's just he's always 14. We don't know if that's clones or if he's got some weird like genetic manipulation or whatever.
0: It's probably God, right? I mean, it's just God stuff. It's it's just more God. Everything's just more God stuff because nothing is God stuff. Uh, Don't worry. One thing is God stuff and then the rest of it's bullshit. It's like the opening of a movie about vampires.
1: (laughs) God, I want to know, like, I'm honestly very interested to look up any source books for this and see if there was ever a point where they went
0: and now for realsies god well, like i said when i mentioned i was reading this to a friend and they were like oh shit that based on like it, that had a role-playing game and that i didn't i didn't feel like pressing it beyond that but i'm pretty sure that there is a uh, a, 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 a thing that this is based on like a a series of novels or comic strips or something maybe I I, I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. There is a picture in the back of the book of the books that are coming soon. One of them is called Tromsat, Creatures of the Dream Seed. Yep. And the other is called Pandoramicum.
1: Pandoramicum.
0: I have to assume that's a gear guide, because someone opened Pandora's box and it was full of loot.
1: (laughs) Or it's a ram made out of pandas.
0: (laughs) Yes, it's probably that one. It might be a a ramekin of pandas. Hmm, hmm, hmm. It's a pandoramican.
1: Ah, oh, the pandoramican.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is uh, going on with where Engel came from and what it is. All I know is it did not push any of my buttons. I, I don't care for this grim cath- Catholic stuff. There's enough of it out there already, anyway. Yeah. But that said, we've talked long enough, John. Would you like to get into your favorites and least favorites? Sure, might as well. Okay. Why don't you tell me all about your favorite thing about Engel, which I swear feels like it should have an additional name, but doesn't. I'll, I'll just go ahead and uh, announce or, or, or go with this stuff that looks like words at the top and say, uh, what are we going to call that? Uh, onion Judgment. Engel Onion Judgment. Go ahead. The Onion Judgmenting. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: my favorite thing in Engel... <sighs> I mean, I feel like, honestly, I like some parts of the setting. And mostly, I like the shit they didn't explain yet.
0: I was going to say, my favorite thing is- I like the is, dream seed, yep. I like the fire pillars. <laughs> yep. That's a cool little weird thing. My favorite thing about the game is the ongoing unexplained apocalypses. That's the part I, the only part I gave a shit about. I was like, oh, cool, fire pillars, neat. Yeah, but I know 100% some sourcebook is going to be like, oh, there's
1: a laser satellite, and that's what's making fire pillars. Mm-hmm. Is it's just shooting lasers at the ground.
0: You're like, okay, fine, great. Mm-hmm. And the bugs aren't even real. They're shared hallucinations. Someone's got a gun that shoots acid-laden pez in your mouth, and it makes you think you see bugs. (laughs) Uh,
1: But yeah, I would say the things they don't explain are the best, and it's because every time they go to explain something, you're like, Oh,
0: you're just being an edgy shithead. It would have been cooler if you didn't explain this. Yeah. If they were just like, there's fucking angels and they live in skyscraper temples and they're angels. Okay, cool. That's interesting. That's fine. They're not really angels. They're, they're kidnapped, stolen
1: children that have been brainwashed
0: by the church to believe bullshit lies debate me. They use so much drugs to make them pliable and behaviorally commit. Don't drink the water. Have I told you about the CIA ultra programs? Angel fluoride in your drinking toothpaste.
1: Yeah, there you go. Favorite thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, My favorite thing is. I mean, you could go ahead and say the same thing. The same thing because everything else got explained and it was edgy and the rules are stupid. What's your least favorite thing?
1: Oh, my least favorite thing has almost assuredly got to be the Engel classes. Uh, Sure. Because of the fact that you have two that are like, we can function as actual D&D like classes. We work in the world of D&D and the rules that are set up there. And the other three are like, we flail wildly and are ineffectual. Mm -hmm. And there's no reason for it. It's, it's like they didn't care. Me.
0: Yeah. Yes. It really feels like they didn't care. When they finished writing the Gabrielite, they should have looked back at the Michaelite and been like, oh, shit, this guy needs something to make a difference between level six and 20. Instead, it was just, uh, I guess this guy
1: gets, I don't know, he's a wizard. Okay. Uh, does he have any wizard stuff? No then why is he a wizard? Because he's kind of wizardy. He's a little like a bit of a wizard,
0: so we just give him the wizard stuff. Gabriel, Gabrielites like a fighter type, so we give him all the fighter stuff. Like, I don't particularly care for the D&D wizard. I'll be straightforward with you. I think the D&D wizard is a mishmash of shit from the 70s that needs to be broken down and reassembled. Uh, all the fictional wizards you've ever read about do one cool wizard thing really well. And that's the thing that could have been solved here. If yes. you were like, all right, what is it? raphaelites we took
1: the idea of cleric and instead of making them the best at everything we decided to give them a niche they have some powers that unlock at certain levels and they do things that are great but they don't step on anyone else's toes yeah fucking amazing but instead they were just like nah you're not only do you not do what anyone else does, you don't even do what you do great.
0: So, Yeah, and then Ramielites, they should have just been diviners. Should they, they pretty much are. They have all these prophecy powers that basically just add up to morale bonuses to initiative and shit like that. Uh, because they don't really have a good... They have some of those, like, auguries where, like, you get to ask the DM a question, and he can answer however he likes. Oh, yeah. But then the rest of it is just
1: like, you see the future, and you get a plus four to attack once.
0: Yeah, so... But it—I mean—it would have been an easy fix to be like, well, okay, the D and D wizard has always suffered from a problem that it is only good at replicating D and D wizards. You can't make Gandalf out of a D and D wizard. He only knows like three spells and is fucking badass with swords. Yep. Uh, so how do you? So who is a D and D wizard? Well, you know, Raeland, Mordenkainen. D and D wizards are D and D wizards. Yes. You can't use it to simulate the. And here's a chance to fix it, and instead they just did nothing.
1: Yeah. They're like, well, let's take all that away and replace it with nothing
0: yeah so there you have it by the way i intentionally did not name elminster fuck elminster (laughs) your least favorite thing uh elminster good no that counts (laughs) (laughs) my least favorite thing is the the hey check it out you want to hear a secret the angels aren't angels
1: god the edgy and like hey i can be As edgy as the next guy. That's not true. I can...
0: You can't be edgy. You're that big doof smiling at the goth club.
1: It's true. Hey, everybody. Everyone else is, like, shuffling around, and I'm like, hey, it's so good to see you. You (laughs) want some punch? I'm in neon. (laughs) I ordered their
0: pinkest drink. Hey, I... I ordered something with strawberries in it, and it's so tasty. I printed out the recipe for Olive Garden's Venetian Sunset and brought it with me for the bartender. I also brought some spaghetti. (laughs) Shh, don't tell them. (laughs) I'm eating spaghetti from a bag in my sweatshirt. Yeah, that's right. I'm at the goth
1: club in the corner eating spaghetti. I'm in the goth club eating spaghetti. Oh, Uh, thanks to Robin. (laughs) (laughs) off the rails anyway Uh, yes the edginess would you play this (sighs) fuck i know i
0: wouldn't play this (laughs) no of course not (laughs) i i can't i don't even like the setting enough to steal it see the thing is i was like if this went full white wolf and it had
1: white wolf rules and the powers were white wolfian i could see myself giving this a try but even then the fact that it's like religion is bullshit angels aren't real i was like eh pass i'd rather be a real vampire than a
0: fake angel i would i would even say one of the th- I, I could even throw this in under my least favorites a little bit you know how one of my favorite things in white wolf is those st- the the and i'm always talking about it the little bit where these the, the uh, factions you can choose describe the other factions you can tr- choose they're all snarky and shitty about it yes well this book has those and normally you would be getting mad at me by now for reading them out loud because i think they're so fucking dumb but here they're so boring that I'm not going to bother. Every one of them follows the exact same template. It'll be like, what are the the wizard ones? Think about the warrior ones. They they think they sure are great warriors. Hopefully they don't fall to their own warrior ways. What do you think about the ones that are healers? They sure are great healers. Hope they know the right people to heal.
1: Yeah. It's, it's so not bad. interesting. <laughs> the whole thing.
0: <laughs> they are the god god's messengers. Hope there's a god. <laughs> I hope they deliver the right messages yeah no it's just that over and over again it wasn't even worth the time to say them out loud and make john mad yep good <laughs> thanks bud that's he's all- my favorite thing that's yeah. how boring that was so jeff didn't read it instead he's all cheerful over here eating spaghetti out of his sweatshirt
1: oh <laughs>
0: uh luckily i can't see them
1: i've got breadsticks they're not unlimited though
0: i only have four (laughs) you brought them with you i mean they're unlimited if you go back to olive garden (laughs) they're unlimited as long as you only want four how across the street is this golf club from an olive garden (laughs) on a a scale of
1: same strip mall (laughs) well then i think you're set for days yeah, but if I go back into the Olive Garden, I'm like, "Hey, can I get
0: more breadsticks?" They're gonna tell me to fuck off. No, it's cool. You know someone who works there. I just, just I'm the DM. My brother works there, and he'll <laughs> get me those those breadstick hookups. Yeah, you gotta meet him at the back by the dumpster. But he'll give you his he'll give you a garbage bag full of breadsticks if you want
1: walking <laughs> into the goth club with a garbage bag full of breadsticks dudes i scored
0: by the way that's gonna be the next uh, eat, who eats this cheap shit or, or jeff and john review whatever it'll be reviewing the experience of going into a goth club with a garbage bag full of breadsticks <laughs> going into a
1: goth club in a elf <laughs> <laughs> shirt and pajama pants and deciding hey i brought spaghetti and breadsticks. who wants to be my friend
0: you would be king of the goths oh
1: 100% I would walk in there and they'd be like, this weird tubby man has brought us spaghetti and breadsticks and is as joyful as can be. It's goth Santa. He's shown up <laughs> to give us treats for all the good boys and girls.
0: <laughs> well, you have to leave out a gift for goth Santa. Maybe some <laughs> banana Lugosi's bread.
1: I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, be sure to leave out a, a sex on the beach for goth Santa. <laughs>
0: He knows if you've been bad or good,
1: <laughs> and he really wants a Scooby snack.
0: <laughs> All right, well there you have it. That's uh, neither of us. I, I didn't answer it, but no, of course I wouldn't no, play this. I didn't not. like any single part of this. No. <laughs> so there you go. That's uh, that's Engel. Uh, Indeed. Obviously, despite the fact that I did not care for Engel, I am still going to go forth and make characters for Engel. Well, probably just the one. Well, John does the same thing, and if you would like to hear about those characters and more of our wacky antics and hijinks, why, all you have to do is go to our Patreon and support us at the single dollar level.
1: That's right. Patreon.com slash System Mastery unlocks the bonus content where you get so many of the characters we've made in so many systems and, of course, there are other levels. You can unlock our bonus content for Expounded Universe, where we figure out just the weirdest shit in Star Wars and occasionally X-Men and Supernatural mm-hmm. and Star Trek. <laughs> uh, and you can go up from there. We just finish up the latest season of TV Mastery, where we were watching The Littlest Hobo. The whole and thing's still there.
0: You, it's a worthwhile season.
1: Oh, it's fucking incredible i've already had
0: more than one person ask me because you're always invisible on on uh on discord ask me if we are up open to doing a second season of of uh littlest hobo in the future
1: of course we are yeah
0: yeah absolutely we are
1: but it's amazing you should definitely check that out Mm -hmm. we've got more of that coming and at that level you of course also get our monthly afterthought show and on that discord you unlock some uh, little hidden channels and you get special color on your name and you're you're a cooler kid than you're, any other kid you're the king of the goth club you're, <laughs> you're Sa- goth
0: santa well you're at least one of his elves
1: <laughs> you're goth santa's helper <laughs>
0: Now, uh, that's the new title i'll give it to you for five bucks i promise i'll give you the title of goth santa's helper
1: i'll make an this entire, promise
0: will not be honored
1: an entire new category of people in the discord Hmm. Mm-hmm. i probably won't but i may have the mods do it i most definitely won't <laughs> but yeah you can do that or of course times are tough for a lot of people we know not everyone can financially support even the things
0: they love absolutely
1: but if you want to help us out If you like the show, if you
0: think we're sexy,
1: then come on, baby, let everyone else know Mm -hmm. by giving us a five star review and write something nice about us on wherever you're listening. I'm sure you've already got your Spotify or your Stitcher or whatever open. Just real quick, hit the review button, hit a five star and say,
0: is good. You're done. You help the show. That's one way you can avoid having to lend us a dime so we can call our brother. (laughs) or lend me some sugar. I am your (laughs) Your neighbor. neighbor. All right. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in a few weeks with yet more exciting System Mastery content. Until we do, you have a good one.